Well, well, Farmer Dave, ever take down a hornet's nest with a baseball bat like I did in the Bronx once? Uh, no, but uh, I did kick a, a dead tree next to the brook that had, oh, did we get stung. <laughs> they just came from everywhere. Well, that's what I think the behavioral psychologists call one trial learning in my case. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, don't, don't uh, no, baseball bat hornets nest. No, not, that's not the way to do it. Well, Joel here, boy, this is a first for me. Jack taking the, uh, the, the day off today and uh, our fearless leader, uh, monitoring us at, at home. So leaving, I'm, I'm, leaving, leaving me here. The, the I'm guessing me. you got the short straw then, didn't you, Joel? That's right. I couldn't think up an excuse fast enough, what? and uh, you know I got to be able to think uh, faster than I normally do. But hey, we're going to have some fun. It is music by which to go to the dub. My English teacher told me never to end a sentence with a preposition, but uh, I think we all do, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> I'll tell you what I learned in English. Yeah, you. Uh, you, you read the book, you do the book report, and then they they would give me a, like a D on it because they didn't like the way I wrote it up. So after that, Joel, I started making up book titles, authors, everything. I realized that what they were looking for was creative writing. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, you know, they. Uh, my English teacher asked me, uh, give me an example of alliteration. And I said, isn't that when you throw your trash out in the street? I didn't do too well in school. <laughs> At any rate... The driving in today, the first thing I noticed, Dave, four dollars and ninety nine cents. It's crazy, ain't it? Mike, fifty four dollars to fill the Corolla. Uh, you know, hundred dollars on the on the Dodge Ram, and you're you're still not full. It, and it's weird because what's going to happen is they're going to keep the price at at four ninety nine for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and then somebody's going to have the guts to bump it up to five oh five. And then the sky's the limit. Uh, absolutely, I'd, I'd get one of them electric cars, but you know, you know, the cost of an, a thirty-four mile extension cord is just, uh, you know, that's that'll price you out. At any rate, four dollars and ninety-nine cents a gallon gasoline. My goodness. I got out of bed this morning, got in my car and turned the key. Then I called out of work and I went back to bed Because the needle was on E I can't afford my gasoline The prices have become obscene They're up five cents a day, who has that kind of green? I can't afford my gasoline I've got a friend who bought a Hummer one of those gigantic trucks. He don't give a darn. But he can't drive since he maxed out his credit cards. Because his mileage really sucks. Six he can't afford his gasoline. The prices have become obscene. Too bad he had to buy that gas guzzling machine. He can't afford his gasoline. Who are the people making money? Stack them chips. While the rest of us are hurting. Choose gas or food. Big oil companies, their shareholders and friends. Go ask those guys at Halliburton. I'll scratch your We can't afford our gasoline. The prices have become obscene. Unleaded regular, forget about Supreme. We can't afford our gasoline. We can't afford our gasoline. The prices have become obscene. You'll get screwed at the pump, so bring your Vaseline. We can't afford our gasoline. That hybrid car doesn't seem so queer after all. Boy, I tell you, that song <laughs> written before the current situation, Farmer Dave. Uh, Apparently, they they had a I don't know crystal ball, and they could see the future. Yes, uh, they were uh, very prescient. I guess is the I guess is the word. This is that program for everybody. Yes, I found it. Found the theme, Dave. 
Welcome, everybody, to Music to Go to the Dump by here on WDEV. Joel in for Jack and, of course, to Farmer Dave with us, as usual. Oh, it's an honor to be be sharing the studio with you today, well, Joel. It's, likewise. It's, <laughs> We are, uh, and we don't, you know, I, I was in earlier this week as we're playing musical chairs. Lee is out, and I was in in the morning, and I was working with Kaya and working with Greg at different times, and various combinations of us did not know how to use the intercom system. We, and I still don't, and I've been here for how many, 30-some-odd years? And we were trying to yell at each other, to shout at each other, you know, while the music was playing or while there was, uh, you know, a commercial playing, shouting at each other through soundproof glass, (laughs) which didn't work. There's an intercom system? There is, between the other news studio. Now, you're in the, uh, the, the famous dump studio. So all we have to do is leave the doors open. There you go. <laughs> right, so you get to hear everything. Hey, you know, on, on that gasoline yes. stuff, uh-huh. what we need to do, for for two years, everybody worked from home, and now they're all they're all back to work, and and uh, the corporations are, are putting it to us, the American public, and we're letting them do it. So what I suggest you do, come Monday, is you, you call in, to work and go, I won't be in today because, well, I can't afford my gasoline. Mm-hmm. If you do that for two weeks, the price of gas will drop like you wouldn't believe. I think Paul Simon had the right answer. Oh, he's got that line in one of his songs, Get on the Bus, Gus. Oh, yes. 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 I yes. think that's where we're headed. Well, I think we have, um, let's see. I'm going to go, I'm going to risk this. I, I'm uh, getting uh, from uh, the miracle of technology. Uh, telephonics. And I do believe it is Tom Beardsley on the line. I've heard that name, that great bon vivant and man around town. I think he's around our town today. Tom, are you there? I am. How did you know that? Are you clairvoyant or something, Joel? How did you figure that out? Well, we gave you a number that nobody else knows, ah, and that ah, number rang. Please. So it was either ah, the boss give, telling me the pink slip is at the door, or it yeah. was you some, <laughs> or somebody else in authority. Well, i got to tell you, shouting through the soundproof glass is not going to work. No. You're going to have to find out about the, the intercom one way or another. I know. And I, it really is 30 years, and I haven't figured it out at all. It's uh, You know, Joel, I, I hate to break it to you, but there's a lot of things in that studio <laughs> that you likely have not figured out. Yeah. Just saying. You're right. <laughs> there, it's a mystery. That whole studio is a mystery, that's for sure. Listen, we're down here just between Waterbury and Middlesex at uh, Grow Compost, which is part of the Casella operation. Casella, your local waste and recycling service provider since 1975. And there's a lot going on here today. First of all, what a beautiful facility this is. And the whole purpose of this uh, soil abrasion here today is to educate people about composting and about the services offered by Grow Compost. And I've got Sarah Whitehair here with me, and Sarah is with the Waterbury Food Shelf. And it's very interesting. Casella is a big supporter of the Food Shelf. And part of what they're doing today, among many other things, is making a very large donation to the Waterbury Food Shelf. Is that right? That's correct. A very generous donation. And tell me, uh, tell me about the Waterbury Food Shelf, and then we'll talk more about uh, the soil abrasion here today. Okay, great. So I work for the Waterbury Area Food Shelf, and we serve... Residents in Waterbury area, Stowe, Bolton, Middlesex, Moortown, anybody can come in that's having any difficulties getting food. We supply them with healthy, fresh produce and other food to help them out. And that fresh produce has to come from somewhere, and that's uh, that's where we lead with the, the connection between uh, the food shelf and grow compost. That compost helps the garden grow, and that helps uh, all of us have a sustainable food supply here in uh, the central Vermont area. Exactly. We couldn't do it without them. Yeah, and Casella is very supportive of that. Now, the celebration here, this event we have today, is going to go until 1 o'clock this afternoon. And they have a lot. There's just a number of things. There's games. There's food. There's giveaways. A lot of things happening. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Come on out. Check it out. we got lots of great food and fun stuff for all the kids to do, too. All right. And, and you've been a part of it for a while now. You've been a part of uh, the food shelf for a while and also connected here with Grow Compost. I have. I've been a weekly donator forever since they've taken household compost. And it's really nice that they're open again for that. It took, you know, they were shut down for about a year, but we're back up and running and 
so happy to have it back in the community. I think one of the things people are they're going to notice when they come up here, uh, we're between Waterbury and Middlesex, is just what a beautiful facility it is. It's out in the country, beautiful trees all around. You've got the tents set up, and there's it's just a, a lovely, lovely facility. It's a great place to spend some time on this beautiful Saturday morning. It sure is. We'd like to have you all stop by. Um, Casella is giving a donation to the Waterbury Food Shelf, and they're also giving $500 to the Vermont Food Bank. There's door prizes, there's snacks, there's face painting, lawn games. It's all happening here at Grow Compost, uh, part of Casella between Waterbury and Middlesex, just off Route uh, 2. So come on by. Thank you, Sarah. We look forward to having you having you on again a little bit later on. Thank you very much. All right. That was Sarah Whitehair of the uh, Waterbury Food Shelf, and Joel... Come on down. They'll feed you down here. I know that'll bring you in. So absolutely, get off the air. I'm yeah. going to put a long record on and <laughs> on down. But MacArthur yeah, Park or, or Alice's Restaurant—that's a good one. Yeah, that say. would be good. Yeah. Alice's Restaurant would actually be perfect <laughs> right. for this. <laughs> okay, no. Going to eat, Joel. How about American Pie? That's even better. Yes, <laughs> indeed. All right, Joel. We'll be back a little bit later on here at uh, Grow Compost, just off Route 2 between Waterbury and Middlesex. Okay, great. Very easy to find. The sign is right there. Farmer Dave, you know, i got to tell you, back uh, – I certainly miss going to the dump. Uh, in, in my little town, uh, I, would, I would plan one day a week and go down – go to the dump. And uh, after a while um, – they made a law that you had to have the uh, the liner in the dump, and then the guy the guys that ran the dump in my town. I'm not going to go go any further detail. Uh, they started charging uh, some uh, a fee to go to the dump. Uh, they upped what if there had been a fee to begin with. They upped it because they were legally able to because uh, the law pro- pro- provided that they could charge in order to pay for the liner that they would have to put in. Uh, on the dump in order to continue operating the dump. Now, the week before the liner had to be in legally, the guys closed the dump and just kept all the fees that they had been charging. So these days, uh, uh, we have to have good folks like Casella to pick up the garbage and pick up the, uh, you know, the recycles and also pick up the uh, foodstuffs that are turned into compost. So they've got a great operation. But the important thing, Farmer Dave, is you got to remember to take the garbage out. Without the fun of going to the dump, it's just not so much fun to go out there and fill the containers as it used to be. I miss the good old days when you could go down to the dump and there would be that lawnmower that had three wheels on it. That's it. And you go, I got one at home that will, <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to, you know, just, this is, a, you know, this is a message to people that, well, need to be reminded that, uh, you know, there could be consequences to not taking the garbage out. Here's the tale. Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout would not take the garbage out. She'd scour the pots and scrape the pans, candy the yams and spice the hams, and though her daddy would scream and shout, she simply would not take the garbage out. And so it piled up to the ceilings, coffee grounds, potato peelings, Brown bananas, rotten peas, chunks of sour cottage cheese. It filled the can, it covered the floor, it cracked the window, it blocked the door with bacon rinds and chicken bones, drippy ends of ice cream cones, prune pits, peach pits, orange peel, gloppy glumps of cold oatmeal and pizza crusts and withered greens and soggy beans and tangerines and crusts of blackburn butter some grisly bits of beefy roasts. The garbage rolled on down the hall. It raised the roof. It broke the wall. I mean, greasy napkins, cookie crumbs, globs of gooey bubble gum and cellophane from green bologna, rubbery blubbery macaroni, peanut butter, cake and dry, curdled milk and crust of pie, moldy melons, dried up mustard, eggshells mixed with lemon custard, cold french fries and rancid meat and yellow lumps of cream of wheat. 
At last, the garbage reached so high that finally it touched the sky. And all the neighbors moved away and none of her friends had come to play. And finally, Sarah Cynthia Stout said, Okay, I'll take the garbage out. But then, of course, it was too late. The garbage reached across the state from New York to the Golden Gate. And there in the garbage, she did hate poor Sarah met an awful fate that I cannot right now relate because the hour is much too late. But children remember Sarah Stout and always take the garbage out. A cautionary tale, Farmer Dave, if e'er there were one. I don't feel so bad about my house now. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, everybody, everybody, you know, you heard the, you heard the words, um, you know, get those, uh, get the garbage out, the recycles in the proper bin and uh, good folks like Casella will be able to handle it and uh, could end up at Grow Compost where it helps keep Vermont green and our gardens growing beautifully. We'll be hearing more from Tom Beardsley and more from Music to Go to the Dump by here with uh, yours truly, Joel, and for Jack today and Farmer Dave after these uh, fine sponsors who, for one reason or another, underwrite this program. Did you know that Radio Vermont Group Digital Services can create videos including drone footage? We've even won awards for our videos. If you'd like to learn more and see examples of our work, go to rvgdigital.com. Radio Vermont Group, we're more than just radio. It is music to go to the dump by Joel with uh, Farmer Dave. And uh, Farmer Dave, are you politically active this uh, season? I remember uh, a, a number of uh, <clears throat> less than n- successful. Not so much. Yeah, uh, no. Have you have you been paying attention to what's going on over there across the pond? Oh, across the uh, no. Yeah, well, well, well yeah. are they redistricting uh, everything? As far as I know, I, 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 uh, <laughs> the, the bigger pond. Oh, the bigger. Oh, there in oh, England. Oh, there. oh, oh, where her seventy years. That's right. Wow, it's that's that's a long time. And in this country, we we what we we get a president and. Uh, Two years into their four-year term, we're ready to kick their butts to the curb. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes you wonder what, what we're doing wrong here. I, I just don't know. But No term limits for the queen, huh? Apparently not. <laughs> I, I don't know how she does it. But And, and of course, uh, the press is all finding fault with she's missing out on certain activities, like they wanted her to walk up these long flight of stairs to this cathedral or something. What do they want to do? Take her, take her out on the way up. She, it's, it's like, come on, she, she, she deserves a break. The at press 96, needs to back off. Yeah, at ninety six, she's not going to climb the Tower of London. I no, think. it's not going to happen. You know, it's, it's. You and I have enough trouble with the fourteen stairs that we have here. Uh, Joel, there's how tw- many? There's twenty three. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> that, that's why when I head down the stairs at the end of the show, I realize if I trip and fall, twenty three and me takes on a whole new meaning. I got gotcha. you. So I, I try not to go there, but I think this next song, um, well, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a politician. Okay, and we uh, dedicate that to her honor. I want to grow up to be a politician. And take over this beautiful land I want to grow up To be a politician And be the old U.S. of A's Number one man I'll always be tough But I'll never be scary I want to shoot guns Or butter my bread I work in the towns Or conservate the prairies And you can believe the future's ahead I'll give the young the right to vote as soon as they mature But spare the right and spoiled child to help them feel secure And if I win election day I might give you a child I'll sign a bill to help the poor To show I'm not a snob I'll open my door I'm charging no admission And you can be sure 
dream huh no why <laughs> why would anybody want to do that i just i don't get it well you know either you're not elected and you know how that works yes yes <laughs> I, I know that very well or you are elected and then they want to kick you right out that's after you know you serve and uh, do your time it's going to be quite the election wdev will be covering all the all aspects of it by my goodness we've got a very active primary with so many people uh, dropping out for not seeking re-election on, on every level of government, and then uh, the election itself is going to be something to behold. So it's, a, it's surprising it's taken some of them so long to figure out that, no, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, they, a, a number of people have come to the realization that perhaps, no, no maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. You it know, is Joel, music. something yep. that's near and dear to me. Yes, yes. Off-road diesel. Tell me. Because, well, you know. That's what us farmers use. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, it got up to uh, $6.14 a gallon, which I thought was right up there with gouging. Um, to, to put it in perspective, I, I have a, a piece of paper that I write down every time I, I get fuel oil. And back in the 30th of September, 2021, I was paying $2.79 a gallon. Well, that's that's how bad it's got, and and it's it's come down like oh I don't know thirty cents here recently, and and I was talking to my my little sister about it, and she goes oh that's not bad. I go no that is bad. That's what they want us to think. When it all sugars off, we're going to be paying like I don't know maybe four fifty a gallon for the stuff, and we're going to go well thank God it ain't six fifteen. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. Corporations are doing pretty well. They seem to be, don't they? Yep, and uh, they don't seem to have to pay the same kind of taxes that uh, people in the middle class seem to have to pay. Hmm. You know, I'm, uh, we're not the first to observe that, though. It is music to go to the dump by, with a bit of uh, commentary here and there. Uh, none of it makes sense. In fact, uh, we should say that the opinions expressed on the, this program are not necessarily those of the uh, management of uh, WDEV or of anybody in their right mind, for that matter. I, I pride myself on the fact that most dump shows, I have to give a disclaimer. <laughs> It's the only show on DEV that that happens on a regular basis. Yeah, there's a big sword holding, uh, you know, held by a thread right over our heads here with the words cancel culture <laughs> written on it. Hey, we've got to do another song. i got to tell you, using this opportunity to, uh, and this is the first for me, uh, hosting, co-hosting the uh, dump program to uh, bring up a few songs that uh, have been of interest. It was some 55 oh let's go to let's go to tom beardsley first because he is the person of the hour tom beardsley who is at grow compost on route two just past uh where we are here in waterbury uh for a big celebration that's taking place and a perfect perfect time of the year and a great day weather wise tom good morning once again good morning i'm i'm a little uh, you kind of reserved about going on the air with you guys because you're treading right up to the line of getting hauled off in the uh, in the paddy wagon with your commentary here this morning. I, I think it's, it's so. I worrisome. We have uh, not only locked the doors, we've uh, put the barricade on them, you know. The, ah, wise idea. Wise know, the, that, and by uh, the way, Joel, it's not a celebration, it's a soilibration. Got it. Okay, just, mm-hmm. just so, you know, we're, 
a little clarification there on the title of this event. Okay. It's a soil liberation. Excellent. So we would like to invite everybody to come on down here to Grow Compost, which is part of Casella, Casella the Resource Solutions. And uh, it's an educational process as well as just a great, fun family event. There's all kinds of food here. Uh, there's plenty of things that there's frisbees and hats and uh, koozies and just all kinds of things. A lot of things for youngsters. If you bring the youngsters along, we already gave away one of these uh, super fan boxes here for one young lady, and she was delighted about that. The next young person that comes by, 12 years of age or less, and we'll give them also one of these uh, super fan kits, which includes a coloring book and uh, the crayons to go with it, and also a hat and a safety vest. So come on by, and you'll have one of those. Uh, that's for a 12-year-old or younger. Now, for the adults, if you want to come by here, we, we're calling on Mountaineers fans, all Vermont Mountaineers fans. If you come by, all you have to do is ask, I've got a pair of tickets for you for any Ooh. regular season game at the Montpelier Rec Field. So come on by. I've got two tickets waiting for you right here at Grow Compost. All you have to do is ask for them. So come on by. Learn about uh, about recycling. Learn about bringing by, and incidentally, bring by your food scraps today, and they'll put it right into the compost operation, and you'll learn all about composting and how it works and how it can be beneficial to you and certainly beneficial to the community. It's all happening here on uh, just off Route 2 between Waterbury and Middlesex. It's at uh, the Soilibration, which goes until 1 o'clock this afternoon at Grow Compost, which is part of Casella. And Casella uh, is giving a great donation to the uh, Waterbury Food Shelf, as you heard about in our last broadcast and they're also giving a, a donation to the vermont food bank so that's you come by and thank the folks from casella mike casella is here somewhere i haven't seen him in the last half hour or so but he's here somewhere uh, talking to people and telling them all about this great operation at uh, grow compost so come on by joel i think you'll enjoy yourself it's a beautiful beautiful facility very clean, beautifully well-kept facility, all state-of-the-art, and uh, and it's really an educational experience. It's at Grow Compost between Waterbury and Middlesex. Now, back to your political commentary. I heard you talking about going across the pond, and, of course, I thought you were talking about uh, Lake Champlain. But yes. You were talking about the larger pond. That is, yeah, exactly. As, uh, uh, I'll tell you what. Any one of us that looks as good as the Queen does for her... Uh, her big celebration there. She's what, ninety-five? Ninety-six. Her, her Majesty. Credit. Yes, my. Yeah, she she looks terrific for considering her age. She just she looks not a day over eighty. She's a great looking, uh, lovely lady, and uh, all of England and the UK is celebrating today. And uh, of course, you know, uh, the royal family is uh, much esteemed by a good good part of uh, the well, Commonwealth. Some of them are. However, some the of them scoundrels, are. <laughs> you know, there are those. Uh, let, let's just say collectively say. Uh, a percentage of them that have proven to be uh, somewhat of a scoundrel nature. I wonder That's if at age 96 she could stand before the crowd and announce off with their heads. <laughs> like, you know, like, like the, now, that would be an interesting experience, wouldn't it? Like the kings and queens of old used to. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I have the personally have the greatest respect for Her Majesty. Now, you talk about giving giving away prizes to people 12 yep. and under. I guess yep. me at age 77 does not... Uh, it does not fall into that category, but I can are tell you, you. Are you seventy-seven now, Joel? That, that, yes, I am. The last I looked, yeah, at my driver's you don't license. Look a day over seventy-seven. Well, huh? thank you very much. I appreciate that. No, but <laughs> I remember. I remember watching what was be, which was. Uh, uh, Build or as the first or one of the very first, and I think it was the first, the first uh, transatlantic live broadcast on television, our old black and white Dumont television of uh, the coronation of the Queen. I remember watching that. Look where that. we are now. Look where we are now. Yes, it's indeed. All over the world. <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. Tom, let you get back. Take care. We are music to go to the dump by. We'll be talking with Tom again. I'm with Farmer Dave. Farmer, I was just mentioning... I I was talking with one of my buddies who, uh, on, with whom I worked as a DJ. It was my second job, his first job at the then brand new AM radio station in Middlebury, Vermont. We both somehow managed to uh, make it through Middlebury College. That was back in the days when all you needed was a pulse to <laughs> get in. It's changed a bit over the years. 
And uh, we worked at the uh, then local radio station. And one thing we remembered, we were talking about, we were talking about uh, a song that we remembered by a guy that had a number of hits. Uh, first of all, his real name was Sheb Woolley. And uh, Farmer Dave, remember the Purple People Eater? Yes, that was the Sheb Willie's okay. uh, big hit record. But he had he was played a character, an alter ego, and he recorded and performed as a guy named Ben Colder. Ben Colder, and I remember that Ben Colder did parodies of the then popular country songs, and he did it. Um, after having a well, a the character, pops? yes, a, a yeah. few pops here and there. Okay, <laughs> now I'm going to do something that I don't think's ever been done. We're going to play a little bit of a song that is a perfectly straight, normal song, and then play the Ben Colder parody. So uh, this is the first big hit recording of uh, this classic song. So just listen to a little bit of it here. Here we go. There goes my only Great country song, number one country music, uh, country music song of the uh, year uh, back in, I believe, 1967. However, however, now I've got to see if I can, uh, I think I just dropped everything, but now I've got to play the song that Ben Colder recorded all those years ago, and needless to say, it dropped right out, and... Um, it was a parody of There Goes My Everything. And um, bump, 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 bump. It's coming. It's coming. This is Ben Colder's version of that song. It's coming. So I opened up the swinging door. 
swung right in. And I said, hi, friends. My name's Ben. They just spelled my gin. They said, come on in, friend Ben. Have some more gin. See if you can win. I said, this is the friendliest little inn I've ever been in. So I gave it a spin, shot a couple of tens. The money started just pouring in. I said, if I make this ten, I'll have enough to go around the world again. Not that I've ever been. And then, there goes my trip to Well, Barbara Day, we need a rating from one to ten, like Dick Clark used to ask. Uh, 9.5. Oh, my goodness. I was expecting a minus three. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah, that was Sheb Woolley, really, as Ben Colder. We usually don't <laughs> mention the, the people, but what a guy he was. And, uh, nah, nothing funny about uh, going over the edge with, uh, with substances, but, uh, he was quite the comedian. <laughs> he was quite the guy. Okay. And that's for my buddy Bill, with whom I worked at, uh, the, Middlebury, uh, well, I could say WFAD. I don't even know if it's still on the air. Uh, back in uh, our Middlebury days, 55 years ago, we figured out that was 1967 that that record came out. And we played it on the air, and we got in trouble for playing it then. And uh, it could be 55 years later I get in trouble for it all over again. Oh, if you're in trouble, Joel, you know because... The listeners aren't at all bashful to call in and tell us. <laughs> don't don't give out any telephone numbers. That's all I'm asking, uh, Farber Dave. Okay? We'll be back with more after these words. In decades past, you opened a business, hung out your shingle, and the customers came. Today, hanging out your shingle means creating an engaging website. The modern consumer is using the Internet to find businesses like yours. Are you positioned so you'll rise to the top of their search? Let the Radio Vermont Group Digital Services work with you to make sure you're visible online and to target your marketing to location, demographic, and interest. Learn more at rvgdigital.com. Well, Farmer Dave, any more observations on life? Well, you know, I got thinking about what Beardsley was saying in regards to, uh, was it 12 and younger? Yes. Come down, down there to their uh, soil abrasion. And I'm thinking... Yeah, it's, it's it's okay to bring your kids down, but but make sure you take them with you when you leave because I don't think they compost worth a darn. I really don't. And there's probably some laws that says you can't do that anyway. But so, yeah. how do you feel about electric cars, Joel? Well, my uh, my uh, dearly beloved has one. Does she? Yeah. I'm, and- I'm not sure we're there yet. It's almost like we're putting a cart before the horse, you know. Which it's like. Almost like the field of dreams, build it and they will come. But I don't know how we're going to power all these things. They're talking about, I remember last year they had a, if during a hot spell they came on and, and they said that you might have to turn your air conditioners off and, and you probably wouldn't be able to charge your electric vehicles. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> what good are they? So we've got to come up with a way to, to, to charge your vehicles. And, and I think if we go with what I call clean, reliable, affordable power, mm-hmm. Which, of course, is crap. Yes. It doesn't... We have two places where we can do this. One is down in Burlington. It's the big dig, or whatever <laughs> they call that down there. The hole in the ground. Yeah, Tom Beersley has one in his native town out up, up there in St. Jay, you know? Well, mm-hmm. and you also got that one up in what? It's up in Newport. Oh, Newport. I'm sorry, not St. Jay. Yep. Newport, that's right. During yep. that... that, that EB5 thing. That's right. Don't, don't get me going on that. How how they can ask you for $500,000 and they'll give you a green card, that seems like extortion. And how you can offer $500,000 to get a green card seems like bribery. I don't know how any of that was ever legal, but apparently it was. So what we're going to do in those two places is we're going to nuke them. <laughs> we're going to put in a nuclear power plant. 
you guys down in Burlington want us to go all electric? Then you need to take one for the team, and that would be putting in a nuclear power plant. And up there in Newport, they've got that big hole in the ground. Yes, Let's fill it in. Let's put in a nuclear power plant. This way, we can all have our electric cars. We can run our air conditioning. We can charge our vehicles. We can have our grow lights for our little plants. <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah, and in downtown Burlington as well. Well, hmm. Uh, I wonder if the uh, that progressive city council in Burlington. <laughs> Apparently, they're not listening because the phones are not lighting up. No, That's a good thing. Well, the good light, the good phone has lit up. The one that we have designated for Tom Beardsley and Tom Beardsley alone during this hour, and uh, it's lit up. I don't know if Tom's lit up, but he, I think he's there. Tom, are you there? I, I think Farmer Dave needs to go back to running for governor and, and get out of the environmental business. I, that's all I'm saying. It's the, just a suggestion. The air is a little thin here up on the second floor. I've noticed that. <laughs> and, and if he's talking about lighting up, I think the people are going to be lighting up in an entirely different way mm-hmm. based on his uh, suggestion. And that's a bad thing. Why? <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into that. Listen, we're down here at Grow Compost, Farmer Dave, and we'd like to have you stop by as soon as you get off the air later on this morning. I've got Mike Casella here with me, and Mike is uh, with the Casella family. And the Casella family, when I use that term, I mean all the employees of Casella who are so dedicated to what they do. And, Mike, first of all, good morning. Glad to have you here. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for having me. It's, it's such a pleasure to interview you. I think I interviewed your dad about 40 years ago on this radio station. So this is an interesting uh full circle sort of a deal here. Yeah, it's a, it's a transition. So obviously he started with one truck and built quite a business and I'm just happy. We, we He was always focused on the employees. So we got a great team down here and we thank you for being here uh, talking on the radio and driving a lot of people down here to see what we have going on. Well, first of all, I'm going to embarrass you and tell our folks that Casella is giving away uh, a fairly large sum of money here today to the Waterbury Food Shelf, $1,000 there, and $500 to the Vermont Food Bank. That's quite a gift to help in uh, helping people who need food during trying times. Yeah, obviously the, the economy right now and everyone's kind of struggling, so we're just trying to do our part and be a good uh, citizen and neighbor. Um, it's It's tough out there, so obviously with fuel prices and Everything that's going on, anything that we can do to help is we're there for the community. Especially over the last two years, and Casella has always been a highly responsible uh, member of the community for all these years. I remember uh, your dad giving me a tour of the facility in Rutland back in, I think it was 1988 or 89. I believe all those years have gone by. Yeah, it's been a long, uh, a long road, and I think it's kind of based on all the people that we have doing all the great work out in the communities and really trying to be part of the community. That's what we try to do and understand the needs of the community and, and just be good supporters. And this is a beautiful facility you have here right between Waterbury and Middlesex, Grow Compost. Give us the overview of what goes on here on a regular basis. So right now we're actually taking uh, food scraps from the public so they can come here and drop off their food scraps for for free. So that's a community benefit where they can bring in any of their, you know, table cuttings and, and just drop that food product off. And then we collect it and compost it. Right now we have about 3,000 yards of compost on the the ground that we are selling to the public. So if you have vegetable gardens or other gardens that you're trying to grow stuff or different things that you're growing up in Burlington as well. We have all sorts of uh, amendments and products that can help that product grow and get you a better yield. So there's no better fertilizer than just really good compost. When it's done right, it just lights your garden right up, doesn't it? It really does. And we're really fortunate that the people that own this facility before were ready to get out and go on to the next chapter of their life. And um, they really produce a great product, and that's why we kind of partnered with them and, and merged the, the business. And their their son, actually, Scott, Scott uh, Bagna's son is working for us, and he's here selling compost and managing the product and keeping that same quality that they always had. All right. The soil celebration continues until 1 o'clock this afternoon. Stop by here. Say hello to all the folks. I've got a couple of Mountaineers tickets to the next person that asks for them. All you have to do is walk up and say, I'd like to go to the Mountaineers game, and I'll give you two tickets. Mike, thank you so much, and send my greetings to your dad. Will do, and thanks so much.
for me. That was Mike Casella at uh, Grow Compost and Casella, uh, Casella Resource Solutions, your local waste and recycling service since back in 1975. Joel, back to you. Okay, thank you kindly. We've got some more time here on Music to Go to the Dump by Having Fun. We'll be back after these words. The WDEV studio is sponsored by Sticks and Stuff and Swanton Lumber, Vermont's largest independent home center, powered by Marvin Doors and Windows. Go to sticksandstuff.com for store locations and hours. Kingdom Creamery of Vermont in East Hardwick now offers rich creamy butter, plus whole milk, 2% and 1%, and half-gallon chocolate milk, plus yogurt and dozens of flavors of ice cream. Look for it in your favorite store. Yeah, and it's flying off the shelf. Look for our Kingdom Creamery of Vermont label in the dairy section. Our butter and our milk products are worth mooing about. Kingdom Creamery of Vermont ice cream now has dozens of flavors. Our newest flavor is salted maple nut. We even offer bulk milk and yogurt for schools. Ask us about our milk vending machines. Our school customers love it. Call us at 472-6700. The family farm that makes the milk, ice cream, yogurt, and butter and sells it on your shelves. Kinder Creamery of Vermont brands are the best. You won't be disappointed. Buy some today. From our kingdom to your castle. That's Kingdom Creamery of Vermont. Butter, whole and chocolate milk, yogurt, and our famous ice cream in stores everywhere. Hey, it's Charlie Papillo. Please join me every other Monday from 1 to 2 for Travels with Charlie, Vermont politics in real life. We'll have discussions with the Vermont newsmakers that affect our lives and open up the phone lines to get your thoughts and opinions on the day's hottest topics. Plus, we'll make sure to have a little fun while doing it. Travels with Charlie, Vermont politics in real life, brought to you by Jolly Convenience Stores, Milne American Travel, and Casella Waste, right here on WDEV. Yes, indeed. Music to go to the, 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 the stay at Joel. Music to go to the dump by. And uh, time goes by very quickly when we're having fun, huh? It does. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned that our good buddy George Woodard likes this song, and we dug deep, re- very deeply into the WDEV archives for this one. And uh, it is on an old 78 RPM record. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> Turtle and Myrtle's girdle, she'll kill him if she ever gets a chance. Falling, she ever catches him, my notion, make a mess of him, she'll wind up putting pants in his pants. Now, not so very long ago, you never heard such carrying on. Screaming, hollering, and fits. Now it went down in history about this great big mystery. The mystery I'm talking about is this. But the turtle and Myrtle's girdle She'll kill him if she ever gets a chance All if she ever catches him I know she'll make a mess of him She'll wind up Looking for romance Well maybe all he wanted Was to see old Myrtle dance Well if that's what he wanted He sure did make her go She crossed in miles of cornfield Fourteen through the snow Who put the turtle in Myrtle's Well, you better keep on running while you can. Oh, if she ever catches him, I know she'll make a mess of him, and he don't want no ass in his pants. Well, bring back any memories, Farmer Dave. 
Well, uh, <clears throat> did we play that once before? Uh, oh, a couple weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago, I guess we might have played that. But my mother has on her refrigerator, there's a, a picture of a turtle, and it says underneath it, don't worry about your speed, forward is forward. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my new philosophy now. If I, I don't get certain things done, as long as I'm going forward. Now, before compost, Joel, there used to be something called manure. And uh, as a young man, I worked for a, a guy by the name of Jack Sweet one summer. And Jack had me spreading manure all summer long. And I've been spreading it ever since. <laughs> Only now, instead of a tractor and a spreader, I just come in here and sit behind a microphone. So Yes, uh, we, we understand fully. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, our we'll audience does as well. Hey, it's about timing, isn't it? Well, I'm going to play one more because okay. I got uh, another good buddy and veteran songwriter Lou Stallman, whom uh, later on during the uh, during the Great American Music Hall gives us some tips on songwriting, and he he's written some you know ter- terrific terrific hit songs over the years, including the theme that's heard on every New York Yankee broadcast. I know those are fighting words here in Red Sox territory, but he wrote a song about Yogi Bear. And uh, remembering that uh, an illustrious uh, former Vermont governor got chased by uh, one of those uh, bear-type critters. Oh, in yes, his, he did. In his skivvies uh, on his back deck. Mr. Shumlin. Uh, yes, and I am, um, you know, recalling that. I don't know if it was Yogi Bear or not. But anyway, my uh, Lou Stallman wrote this song, which actually, not only being a good music to go to the dump program, was a, a sizable hit. Um, how many years ago? 62 years ago. 62 years ago. All about, and of course, it was a Yogi Bear himself was a pun on Yogi Berra who uh, at first his lawyers were going to sue, you know, anybody that made Yogi Bear cartoons and then the Yogi Bear song. But then Yogi realized, hey, I like this stuff. And so Yogi called his lawyers off, said, I like this stuff. Anyway, uh, Lou, uh, if you're listening, we love your song. what you had to do to sell a million <laughs> records, come up with something like that. Remember that one, Farmer Dave? I was five years old, Joel. Well, well, no. You might have remembered that. I don't no, know. I don't remember that. I, can't, I can remember something that happened when I was five years old, and that was when my little brother arrived. A day that will live in infamy. <laughs> I've been... I was I beat on him ever since until he started uh, you know in his uh, teens 
working out with weights, uh, he got even. He got right. even. That, that ad for Mr. Atlas. Yes, that's right. The yes. Charles Atlas in yes. the back page of the card of the comic books. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, don't feel bad because we don't either. I, I, I guess, uh, I guess uh, we are ready for that moment, and we are running a little late. But gee, that's never happened on this program, has it? Well, we try not to, but it, you know, it's a a tradition. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, dumpsters. Are we ready? It's that time. Put your hand on the radio. Feel the spirit. And for those of you out there who are praying that this show would come to an end, where it's getting closer every minute, it's time for the hymn of the day. Life is just a baseball game and most folks play to win. But you won't ever get to first if you're wallowing in sin. You'll never make the team if you don't lead a Christian life. Been making love, my friend, she'd better be your wife. Will you be ready at the blade when Jesus throws the ball? Will your life be an infield fly or a base hit on the wall? No sinner's ever happy when he hears that umpire's call. Will you be ready at the plate when Jesus throws the ball? Will you be in condition on the day you get the call? Training rules with drugs and alcohol If you can't play the game You will be sent down to the minors Where Satan is the manager And it ain't in North Carolina Will you be ready at the blade When Jesus throws the ball Your life be an infield fly Or a base hit on the wall No sinner's ever happy When he hears that umpire's call ready at the plate when Jesus throws the ball. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Did you always think the initials RBI stood for roguish body inclinations? If someone mentioned the immortal babe, would you think they were talking about Raquel Welsh? And if I were to walk up to you right now and say Raleigh Fingers, I bet you'd think I meant a rash transmitted by means of petting. Well, brothers and sisters, you're in trouble. And what you need is my pamphlet describing the road to salvation. It's entitled The Fall of the Roman Empire. And special operators are standing by right now to take your call. The number is spelled out in chewing gum on the back of your stereos. And if you hurry up and call before midnight tomorrow night, we'll send you absolutely free an autographed photo of Billy Martin in the showers. All you have to do is send us three bills. We don't care what currency, but we do ask in the interest of ecumenicalism that no two of the bills be of the same denomination. Your pamphlet will come to you colorfully wrapped in a red or a white sock, and for you health food fans, many parts of the pamphlet are edible. Now, ask yourself this question. Have your morals gone on strike? Do you direct foul language at the folks that you don't like? And would you rather steal than base your life on something fair? Do you stay at home or go out swinging everywhere? Will you be ready at the plate when Jesus throws the ball? Your life be an infield fly or base it on the wall? No sinner's ever happy when he hears that umpire's call. Will you be ready? Hallelujah, brothers and sisters, save your soul and sing along one time with me. Will you be ready at the plate when Jesus throws the ball? When Jesus throws the ball, will you be ready at the plate when Jesus throws the ball? Well, Farmer Dave, I suspect that my debut as a host of the dub program will also be my swan song as a host of the dub program. But uh, we oh, welcome no. Jack back next week or whatever. And uh, I thank you for coming in and holding my hand, Joel. Well, uh, no hand-holding needed. Boy, I tell you, you are one of the stalwarts of music to go to the dub by and bring us some great, great insights and a few smiles. I do look at things a little different, don't I? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. This is one of the longest running programs of this type. And, uh, Mr. Squire, years ago, when somebody, when a lady called and said, this is when we had a cooking show and we had this show and that show and a teen dance program show. She goes, every Saturday morning, I, we, my husband and I drive to the dump. You should have music to go to the dump. I. Boy, were those, were those words ever prescient in terms of what WDEV's program? Because all these years later, and, uh, you know, the ratings, you know, that when they, you know, send out all the numbers and everything, 
most listened to program, not only on WDEV, but all throughout the entire listening area. And I have no idea. <laughs> Nobody has any idea why. But And we can blame that on Marie. Yes, indeed. This show heard each and every week at this time in memory of Buster and Marie. All right, Joel, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll do it again sometime. This has been a production of WDEVM. Sorry to admit, but uh, each and every Saturday from 9 until, well, whenever we finish. We are WDEV FM and AM.